Hello, Tim. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. How are uh, you? Doing okay. Uh, as is becoming our tradition at the end of the year, uh, scheduling a podcast is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we're going to... Th- did we did we do a game of the year situation last year? Or was that two years ago? Probably last year. I feel like we've done it a few times. Yeah. So like we're, we figured we'd talk about some video games again. Because um, we like to talk about video games. Uh, and... That is the other thing that we do. We watch anime and record podcasts about anime, and then we play video games. Uh, and Tim has a baby. This is like yes. pretty much the whole, the whole thing. Pretty much the um, game. There's nothing else going on. Yes. So I don't think we need to rank our favorite video games, but I figure we talk about a bunch of video games that are. I think we could probably decide on like our top three each. Um, I or something. Three. I could certainly pick a top one. I think. Well, I'm curious about what your top one is. Well. Um, I have a few. Okay, I can get top three. Okay, 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 cool. Um, so, okay. I think, so Tim and I were talking before the podcast, and we realized that, like, I I realized I have played a shitload of games this year, mm-hmm. um, which is what happens when you don't play League of Legends for eight <laughs> hours a day. Um, you end up playing a lot more video games. I mean, that is true, though... Uh, I'll bring us to our first entry on the list because the first okay, like, three okay. months of my year were basically exclusively playing Endwalker, which is technically a 2021 release. Right. But, same. Um, that really cuts into your game completion on the year when you spend all of your time playing Final Fantasy 14. Well, Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker is a JRPG. Do you think Endwalker was on our game of the year conversation last year and we talked about it the whole time and then both voted it our game of the year 2021? I don't re- I don't remember, man. <laughs> like, I don't think so, because that game came out in like, <clears throat> God, the last seconds of the year that came out in like on like December 14th or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like that, I don't know. I th- But and it, you know, it's a 25 hour, 30 hour long JRPG. Probably. That's what. Ev- that, but yes, that's what every Final Fantasy expansion is. Yeah. They're a JRPG. I guarantee neither of us finished that expansion, got to the end game of that expansion before the end of the year. There's no, no, no way. way. I was like, there's no way. I had to look it up because I was, I felt so confident that it was a 2022 game, but I was like, they don't release Final Fantasy expansions like at the beginning of the year. Um, and that was the only reason, the only clue that it was not 2022 because it is very linked with like january right. and february in my right mind. one hell of a video game if i do one say this hell myself. of a video game i thought the 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 it was probably my favorite series of story dungeons in an expansion mm-hmm. um incredible dungeons incredible dungeons i thought the raids were really good yes agreed um the four raids that we did before we fell off <laughs> yeah i mean uh except for the fucking stupid bird uh yeah the bird sucks i'm yeah. sure nobody thinks about the bird anymore because they're like five raid series beyond that but yeah, yeah. fuck the bird um but also that this was the expansion that i finished all i maxed out all of the crafting jobs you did it how many uh, i did it i'm an omni crafter how many jobs do you have maxed uh i have one combat job max <laughs> oh and the rest are, or no, I have two combat job. I have, uh, I have summoner, not summoner, uh, our 
Summoner? Yeah, Summoner. Is that the Arcanist one? Yeah. The Healer? Summoner, yes. SMN, Summoner. Uh, and then I have Gunbreaker Max as a tank. Mm. And then all of the gathering and all of the crafting jobs. Okay. The instant that I finished maxing out my final crafting job, which I believe was woodworking, mm-hmm. I logged off. And I have not played the video game since. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's a that's an achievement. You're yeah, that's like a good cue to like take a minute. Yes. Um, so um, from that point on, I have been bouncing around a bunch of ammo. Do you have anything? Do you want anything else you want to say about Final Fantasy fourteen? Uh, no, it was good as hell. Um, it was not the it's best of the expansions because. Uh, Shadowbringers exists, but I was gonna say Shadowbringers uh, is pretty fucking was, great. Uh, yeah, one of my my best uh, video game experiences of 2022. Yes, was and also I will say that there is something to be said for the experience of playing a new MMO expansion with a, everyone all at the same time. Yeah, but when it's new. When it's new, when it's you know coming out, um, and and really getting going, that there's something to be said for that, and I think that that's really cool. So like that 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 was an experience for sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, from that point forward, I personally have. Is it, would you say that that's your kind of your game of the year, Tim? Do you think, or uh, have no, we not gone there yet? It's not okay, my cool. game of the year. From that point forward, I spent a lot of the year sort of bouncing around trying to find another MMO to get into. I was playing a lot of lost Ark at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing a lot of, I or most recently I was playing some Temtem. Mm-hmm. I was playing some new world again, because apparently that expansion is good. I wouldn't know. I got to about level 25 and went, this is still new world. I'm, I'm surprised. This is the first time hearing that you put yourself through that again. It was only like 10 hours. It was, I didn't put that much time into it. Yeah. Um, I played a lot of Path of Exile this year up until the the disastrous patch. Uh, that was three 319. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you read about that stuff, Tim, but that was... Uh, you, you informed me exclusively, ah, yes. extensively. Um, but I will say that the one that I stuck with the most, the MMO that I stuck with the most, was Temtem. You played a lot of Temtem. I played like 100 some odd hours of Temtem. Mm-hmm. And I'm shocked <laughs> that I played that much Temtem. I am shocked that you played that much Temtem. I'm considering going back to Temtem. Even now. Even now. Months, months on. Months on. Um, And I'm shocked by that because I am a known Pokemon disliker. You are. Yeah. It's a, I'm a Pokemon quitter. <laughs> yeah, you play the Pokemon, every Pokemon game for like four hours. I play every Pokemon game for twelve hours. Excuse you. you, you I make it about to twelve level hours. Level up the starter once, but not. Twice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And that's stupid because I know Pokemon is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there there's two of about them the, this year. There's something about Temtem. There were two of them. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the two of them. Uh, there's something about Temtem that really it captured my attention this year. I I don't really know. Why exactly? Other than that, I think it does a lot of good, interesting things to the traditional Pokemon formula. But it is a just straight up Pokemon game. Yeah. There are there are eight gyms. They're called dojos. Mm-hmm. You play through the story. There's a uh, 
there is a Team Rocket equivalent there, but this time there's a is it, they start an actual war. So that's interesting. Interesting. Uh, and then, but I think the two v two battles are really what did it for me. It's like the, the every fight is two v two, no matter what. They do some interesting things with powers that you know um, that you can you know there's stuff like hitting lightning bolts that can that that hit three of the Pokemon in in clockwise order. So you have to decide what order you want. And no matter what, one of your own Temtem is going to get hit. I call them Pokemon. Um, one of your Thames is going to get hit by it. So there's some there's some Thames that get, that heal themselves when they get hit by lightning. So you put them there and then you get zapped. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. That's cool. Stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I played a lot of that game. Um, I'm thinking about going back to it. But uh, but yeah, that, that was my sort of like online experience this year. This was also the year that I got really into TFT. Um, in the last most recent set. Mm. Um, I played a lot of TFT this year. You did. I, I finished the battle pass. Interesting. How did you enjoy so I played, that experience? I you know I'm an old school auto chess guy. Mm-hmm. Like I played the I played the auto chess mod back in the day. Back in the day, um, <laughs> like 2019, 2018. <laughs> uh, and and I I think that that I think that genre is really awesome as a card game player. I like you know I like it's it's I mean it's a card game. Kind of auto yeah. battlers are card games. They're they're deck builders, basically. Um. And so, like, there's something I don't know. I, I I feel like TFT is something that like it is also kind of old man esports. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't have to like be good at clicking. Yeah, I can watch TV while I play it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I you know I just I I, I decide what build I'm going cool for. Things. Yeah, they do cool shit, and you just move them around, and then they do cool yeah. shit. Like it's tight. Um, there's something to be said for that. Um, but yeah. So that's sort of my online experience. Tim, did you have any like online games that you got into? Um, other than Endwalker, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I played a ton of Warframe. Uh, you always who can remember, but that's just sort of an ambient experience in my life. Uh, mm. I think, you know, I I spent some time with Lost Ark, and I thought it was terrible. Um, <laughs> you played a lot of Lost Ark, and I I sort of bailed after like maybe 11 hours and did you like, finish the I, campaign uh no i got okay. a boat okay so yeah you did not finish the campaign and yeah. then i kind of like had the boat and was like okay sure whatever and yeah you would have been s- you would have been way more mad at that game if you had gotten to the end game for sure because mm, it was because it, it's it's what because it was worse than the the campaign yes and no um, it is, it is a fucking de- black desert online style ass. Do your dailies, switch to an alt, do your dailies, switch to an alt, do your dailies, switch to an alt, send all of your resources to your main. Oh yeah. Fuck that. It's that, it's that kind of game. Um, yeah. And so then I think the only other online gaming experience that I did is I played a pretty decent amount of battlefield 2042, uh, hmm. which is pretty good now. People have said, like, a lot of people have said that that game has gotten good over time. Yeah, it's good. I mean, like, I don't know exactly how to judge the launch because my computer was uh, below min spec and then died and I, like, tried to play the game. (laughs) And so there was, like, a whole host of bad things about it. Um, But then uh, I couldn't play it and didn't play it for, like, a while. Um, But, yeah, I've been dipping back into it over the last few months and... uh, it's super good. I mean, they 
they've done like it seems like they pulled back from the 128 player stuff and kind of gone for like mm. smaller maps and brought it back to more like being a older school battlefield game sure. um the chaos of an older school battlefield game. yeah but not like like 128 was just a little bit unwieldy uh so it's still like 32 versus 32 that's a that's a decent size to make like a big ass thing with tons of explosions uh um, sure sure and yeah like you know guns feel good feels like a battlefield game uh yeah i liked it i like it yeah i've been playing it you like it yeah uh the last online game that i'll mention uh is uh marvel snap mm. a game that i'm fucking obsessed with yeah like i am at the time of this recording uh i am if, if people who have played this game know what i'm talking about uh i have a collection level 1566 is that good so it's very high mm-hmm. i have never missed a daily quest or a weekly quest wow um look at this guy over here i play a lot of marvel stuff <laughs> like it's <laughs> well it's 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 the perfect pooping game yeah or peeing game for that matter you can get a match in in the amount of times it takes you to pee mm-hmm. and tim you and i are both many pee people it's true we're both you're heavily we we both urinate a lot, but I'm great. not someone who particularly wants to play Marvel Snap while I do it. So, Tim, um, here's here's the secret. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a sit down pee. Oh no, I, I know, I know. I just still don't want to play Marvel Snap while I do it. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, all right, before we get into some of the single player stuff that we played yeah. this year, um, I I just I I I I, did, I didn't plan this. Mm-hmm. but i just spotted it on twitter uh porn and if you are uncomfortable by this i will edit this part out part of the episode out uh porn has released the most searched video game characters on their on their website tim mm-hmm. i want you to tell me what the top searched oh, character is number one number one and i will do you want me to give you I, I, i'm gonna give you one guess and then i'll give you hints okay um video game character correct uh, zelda nope 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 okay okay mm-hmm. here's hint one it is in an online video game like a a, a competitive online video game ari Ooh, no ari not on the top 20 interesting in actually i think this is 25 not in the top 25. Uh, All right. Same game, though? N- no. Not, not League the, of Legends. The, the, first, the first League of Legends character is like number 20 on this list. Hmm. It's not a numbered list, so it's somewhere in that range. That'll be my second question, by the way. Do you uh, want to give you the game that they're almost not yeah, most watched? Yeah, give me uh, Overwatch. Oh. Uh, fucking no. Tracer. It's D.Va. Diva is hmm. number one nah. with a fucking bullet. Like it's not, it's, it's like twice as much as the, the next most searched character. Now we'll, we'll, we'll move on in a moment. Okay. Um, there is one character, on, but I have two more questions. There's one, there's one character. There's only one character on the, actually, no, there's two, but the top character that is a, in a single player video game. Uh huh. And I'll give you this hint. Mm hmm. 
It's a classic. It's a classic. Uh, this this would this will this character will is a porn search for the ages. Uh, all right, Miss Pac Man. <laughs> no, it is it, it is Tifa Final Fantasy. VII, okay, of course. obviously, right, yeah, sure. That and this is the part that's going to distress you. Okay, I want you to tell me what the top searched League of Legends character is. The and I want you to think about the word. Sorry, <laughs> about the fact that it's going to distress me. It's going to distress you. Zach. No. It's it is a female character. Uh, you would think it's Jinx. Jinx is number two. Hmm. I don't fucking know. Anivia? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how I would be distressed. The answer is Tristana. <laughs> God. I don't like I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like yeah, it. So Let's anyway, move on. Single player the, the, games. What are we like? Single for, single player games. Okay. Let's get let's, let's let's get the elephant. Let's let's just call the elephant All in the right. room. My favorite game this year, un, with a bullet, without question, is Elden Ring. Um, I played a lot of Elden Ring. Is it your number one? No. Or no? Oh, interesting. Um, okay, so we'll we'll talk about Elden Ring for a second. Yeah. Because I'm Elden a Dark Ring. Souls hater. And I love yeah, Elden you're a Dark Souls hater. What? changed for you about what what about elden ring got you into the because it it does follow the dark souls the souls format to a certain degree yeah and like maybe maybe i would like it like dark souls if i played it again um okay so what 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 about this game made made the formula click um, for you i do think playing with katanas helped uh sure yes i don't fucking remember what i played dark souls with but i i remember being like naked dude um Mm -hmm. Because I thought that would be funny, and then I died a lot. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't so, play the naked guy. That's yeah, about play it. the naked guy. So um, probably that helped. Um, I do think the like my memory of Dark Souls, and I only ever played the first Dark Souls, and I played it for like I don't know enough time to uh-huh. hate it, and then right, and I wasn't gonna like keep buying Dark Souls games. People are like, oh, yeah, play yeah, Dark yeah. Souls two. Play Dark Souls no, three. Play. play Bloodborne, and it's like okay, but like I'm not going to keep buying games. Bloodborne from this is franchise. the Bloodborne's um, the real answer, but yeah, go on. Anyway, so uh, you know, it was like I fight a bunch of skeletons for a while, and then I go to a boss and I get one shot, and then I fight sure. a bunch of skeletons for a while. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and I think in theory you're supposed to run past the skeletons. Is that the the, the correct? Answer. Yes, kind of. Um, I mean, there, but also you use that time to. I mean, yeah, but also like you get really good at killing the skeletons. Sure, is, is the answer. You def- um, you you parry and stab them in the deck, and then they die. Yeah. Uh. So I think the fact that your options in Elden Ring were like go left and right and or straight <laughs> instead of going straight. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Helped because I you know I sort of went off in a direction and like wandered for a very long time and then like found some dudes who like fucked me up because I had gotten to a very far location in the future and like was like, okay, well I see how the the progression works and I can go back and then like, you know, fight wolves and shit for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it felt like the, 
uh, options for improving were more than just like fight five skeletons. You know, it was like right. oh, I could enc- I could like encounter like the big dudes with the big swords or yeah. the wolves or the the humans or the you know skeleton archers or whatever. Um, and you can go around like practice different play styles against guys rather than just like having to deal with like whatever the game pushes in front of you on the way to your next boss. Um, I think made it a much more approachable experience for me. Uh, even though the game is not actually any easier than any of the other dark souls games, which is interesting. It just, it gives you sort of the perception that it's achievable. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it is that like, I don't want to do this, so I'm going to go do something else. And that thing won't necessarily be easier, but it will be different. (laughs) And like, right, right. You know, you kind of lose that like burnout of banging your head against the same failing wall over and over because it's like, all right, I don't want to like keep fighting this cemetery shade. I'm going to go (laughs) like fight a bear or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Totally. And those are very different fights and like practice different muscles, uh, trigger your brain in different ways. So like, it didn't become this thing of like, all right, I've fought this stupid fucking big guy on a bridge like 90 times and I haven't beaten him yet. And I hate this. Um, you always have like an option to go do something else. Yeah, totally. And I, I think, I think that's really huge for that game is like it, it, it is the kind of game that, I mean, even like there, there were moments where I, I, you know, I went and fought that the, uh, one of the uh, I, I went north in the in the beginning when you're mm-hmm. supposed to go south mm-hmm. same and i and i beat that first initial boss whatever that character's name is the one that pops up again later um the guy with the staff you know yeah, what i'm talking about mo something more mowgli oh hmm. mowgli Mar- margot margot something like that margot 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 yeah, yeah I, I i you're not supposed to fight that guy right away yeah. You're supposed to go south and like do some other shit. But I fought him and then I got through the castle and then I was getting my ass handed to me by the next guy. And I was like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. And I went south and it's like, oh, I'm way under leveled for this mm-hmm. or over leveled for this zone. Yeah. Wow. This is a lot easier now, um, which is really interesting for a Souls game. And it's like not something that is usually if, you know, in most Souls games, the only way that happens is if you went the wrong fucking way. Mm hmm. And like you beat your head against something for hours and hours and hours and hours. And like usually, except for in the, in the case of Dark Souls 1 with the, the skeleton cemetery that, you, that the game <laughs> points you at to start the video game, um, which is a fucking hilarious thing. And I will defend that creative choice until the day I die. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it, but whatever. Um, the uh, Unless you... Yeah, unless you profoundly make a mistake and in a way that is difficult to do in a lot of those Souls games, you're never going to have that experience of being overleveled. Yeah. Which Elden Ring allows you to do, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting for this style of game. Yeah. And sort of Um, similarly, if you are doing that banging your head, it's like you can go back to an an area you're overleveled for and like go clear out a couple of dungeons that you skipped over or whatever. Um and like get some stuff that might be important uh, or useful to you. Uh, so you can, right. like, can still feel like you're making progress. Like those bad areas or, or like old areas are not lost to you or useless. Totally. Um, the, 
the other question for you, so like, or the other the other thing that I, I appreciated about Elden Ring is it 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 feels like the first game that is in response to Breath of the Wild. I think I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. In response to Breath of the Wild, not taking influence from it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, like, man, like, uh, Genshin Impact. Genshin you know, Impact that's is a game that a lot of people play. Right. I know people love Genshin Impact. <laughs> I, I'm not a. I'm, I'm not a. Uh, Genshin Impact. I'm, I. I. I cannot hang with gotcha stuff. Yeah. Like it's just not for me. Um. As somebody raised by Diablo, I can't hang. <laughs> Um, raised on a uh your gotcha pulls being killing a zombie yeah 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 t- you get it you understand <laughs> the gotcha is you whack a zombie and then shit falls out of him yeah. and then you and you, your guy makes some quip and then you pick it up and you're like ah this sword sucks and then you throw it away exactly you you dis- dismantle it and use it for crafting materials mm-hmm. like obviously obviously um also why i fell off uh lost ark is because it it becomes a similar thing Any, anytime a game wants me to combine weapons to make it the same weapon but better i'm it's, good it's the worst yeah i'm good i'm over it um, um but yeah so no anyway it, it, elden ring feels like a, res- a response to breath of the wild in a way that is like you don't see that often in video games mm-hmm. where it, it's not just building on the concepts it's saying no like here's here's some really great ideas that you had over here in, in this very different style of game. Cause Breath of the Wild is a very different game than, than Elden Ring, but you can tell that it's a similar genealogy. And they're just basically say like, what if we took the, the concepts of Breath of the Wild and really the concept of the legend of Zelda originally, you know, when you talk about Miyamoto and the idea that he wanted to create a game that evokes the feeling of getting lost in the woods. Yeah. Elden Ring is like that, but evil. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? Yeah. It's not the experience of being lost in the woods is bad in Elden Ring. Um, it's the difference where, between exploring the woods and getting lost in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I agree. I think like Elden Ring is a great example of uh, a team looking at Breath of the Wild and saying like, what worked about this and how can we apply what like the effect of the game to our game rather than just copying the mechanics and slapping them onto our game and hoping that it works which is genshin impact um you know whatever genshin impact worked i know just not like creatively for me um so you know it's it's that like the same thing of like you're dropped into an area go look at that mountain and go to it i guess (laughs) um that breath of the wild did so well and they managed to just kind of like yeah recreate that but layer in like from soft bullshit totally and i say that uh for the first time in my life in a good way yeah (laughs) uh yeah so moral stories elden ring like the 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 the, from the first few hours of that game i was this is my game of the year Mm -hmm. pretty much without question like it was it, it was going to be impossible to beat Mm-hmm. for me because as a guy who's a huge fan of the souls games um it has been since demon souls um this was everything i wanted from an open world game there's some stuff that i changed but like it's so fucking minuscule mm-hmm. that like whatever you know like it's it's so silly to even bring it up like uh 
there's some stuff, but like it, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it, the, the, the game sort of transcends for me. It's going to be hard for me. It's going to be difficult to beat this game generationally. I think this to me is probably going to be the game of the generation. Um, unless something really, really blows my socks off, which mm-hmm. I'm not, it would really have to do a lot of work. Armored um, core yeah. six, armored core six, perhaps. I don't know. I'm not an armored core guy. I've never played an armored core. Yeah, neither. I've, I've, people love them, but you know, whatever. Um, so Tim, tell me. Yes. What what video game could have possibly look okay? Well, achieved greatness over over over. over Elden, Elden Ring, Ring has a lot of things going for it sure. in terms of quality. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the game that brought me the most joy in oh, okay. 2022 the game Before that like just like i wanted to keep playing tinykin dude hell yeah tinykin is was so fucking good tinykin um, is a perfect package of a video game yes. so for, do you want to explain what tinykin is uh yeah so tinykin you are a guy who travels through space to find uh humans on another planet and you crash land in a guy's house. But you are very small. Um, about, I don't know, probably like uh, an inch tall. Uh, and there are all these little guys called tiny kin uh, mm-hmm. who are like little blobs. And you can, they're Pikmin. You can throw them at stuff and they do different they're, things it's depending on their color. Um and you meet a bunch of bugs along the way who help you. I love the bugs. Do various things. You have to make the tiny kin like carry stuff to places. Uh, it is a completely combat free puzzle mm-hmm. platformer. Um, really like going back to the days of like, you know, Banjo Kazooie or, uh, you know, very, very Nintendo 64. It's, PlayStation one. Uh, yeah. It's very collectathon like three platformer. Yeah. Um, um, which, which doing that style of, there's been a lot of attempts in that style of game su- recently. Surprisingly hard to do. Well, shockingly hard to do well. And like tiny can also some of the best traversal in a game this year. Yeah. Um, just moving around in that game feels good. And like, when I first loaded it up, because the way that uh, the game uh, presents to you, uh, you and all other characters are like 2D cards um, and the world is 3D. So right. it's 3D modeled world with like 2D characters. It's Paper uh, Mario. Yeah, it's Paper Mario. Uh, but Paper Mario does not require this platforming usually. No. Uh, and... So it requires like relatively precise platforming. And I looked at it and I was like, is this going to work? <laughs> um, and it works really fucking well. Like the, the controls and the platforming feel super precise. Uh, it has you do some like decently complex jumps and yeah. um, it never felt like the game was not doing what I wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Really well made. Very well done. Uh, Loved I think it. a pretty small team I, did it. I, you yeah. know, it's I. I thought I had my top three. Mm-hmm. Now I'm reconsidering if Tinykin's in my top three. Mm. 
Because, oh, man, the more I talk about the game, the more I kind of fucking love that video. Yeah, game. I loved it. It was like everything I wanted in a video game at the it, moment I that I played it. We both played it around the same time, too. <laughs> and I think we were both looking for something very similar to that. Yeah. Because um, um, we were kind of like, I was coming off of... <clears throat> Well, I don't remember exactly when I played it, but uh, after uh, my child was born, it became a lot harder to play video games. <laughs> um, and, you know, I prized uh, games that had the Xbox Series X quick resume feature enabled. Sure, yeah. It's <laughs> like really my only criteria for playing a game. So I played like Assassin's Creed Origins. I played Death's Door. I played XO1 um XO one, oh xo xo one came out this year no it came out last year okay uh, i was gonna say xo one none of those awesome. games came out this year uh, xo one's awesome right up until a certain point but yeah it, yeah it's D- the, the the asteroid level um <laughs> fuck that shit i mean i i played the whole game i liked it very much uh the asteroid level was bullshit but also kind of cool that's right uh, that's right i, I logged off <laughs> yeah it got cool after that uh that's a dip but it gets a lot better um okay maybe i'll go back to it at some point yeah so i I bounced around through a bunch of those and tinykin also had uh the quick resume feature which was nice uh but you know especially like assassin's creed origins is a fucking gigantic game yeah Uh, yeah and like that sort of like major like almost overwhelming amount of capital c content um (laughs) that has been like pumped into my product it's like Tinykin was like a package, you know, there's like seven levels and right. each level is like a decent but manageable size. Um, just felt like an absolute breath of fresh air. I didn't have to totally. like deal with whether my short sword had better damage than my like mace. <laughs> Did I worry about oh, you had to worry I about it off like a jump jump good. And if I got enough oh. electric guys to complete the circuit. Yeah, I gotta wonder. I gotta worry about is if you got enough little purple dudes. Yeah, and like I can worry about purple dudes all day. Yeah, I love my little purple dudes. What, are the red ones the ones that explode? Yeah. Um. Yeah, the red ones. The red ones. That's that's always that was always the struggle was the red ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta make sure you got enough resource. red ones. Yeah, limited. Re- but there's always enough. There's always enough red ones. There's always enough red ones. But uh, yeah, no, tiny Kent, fucking amazing. Shit, is that in my top three? It's up there. I mean, my one and two are set. Mm. but i'm gonna call out another couple games real quick okay um uh that are not in my top three um citizen sleeper yeah i should play that you should tim you should play citizen Sleeper. um i played like three hours of norco and i wanted to continue that but uh i'll talk i'll talk about norco norco is the other one in my top Ah, three that i'm considering uh norco's norco and tiny kin are, are three and four okay um yeah i played narco it was incredible um i know citizen sleeper is not the same thing but uh i played them back to back which was interesting mm-hmm. because uh so norco for those that don't know is a very traditional point and click adventure game mm-hmm. uh it is a you go from screen to screen you talk to people you you get items you that you you know combine to make other things and you trade items, and sometimes you get in fights, and you have to go through dialogue choices and all that stuff. It is a very traditional point-and-click adventure game, um, but it is a sci-fi Southern Gothic story, which is 
could not be speaking more to me <laughs> in terms of fiction. Yeah. Like that is my fucking vibe. Like a, like a, like a near future sci-fi, like not quite post-apocalypse, but like getting there. Yeah. Dystopian um, at least. It's dystopian. Yeah. At least dystopian, but like the rat, the planet's been ruined. There's cults running around. Um, you know, you're, it's a disenfranchised little town. Um, you know, former, former prosperous mining town kind of vibes. Um, and one of the best stories of the year without question, like the, one of the most well-told stories of the year. Um, Citizen Sleeper, on the other hand, is a, it is a, it's a, it's a reading game. You read a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, it is a, it is sort of an approximation of a dungeon world style TTRPG where I, I, I Tim, I'm not sure if I explained it to you, but it, it is a D6 system. Mm-hmm. It is a 2D6 system. So it's like a, you roll, you roll two dice and depending on the quality of your, or no, it's a 1D6 Is this the like, oh, so it's not like the, I powered by a, the apocalypse ish thing. It, it, so it is, it is a failure, medium success, great success okay. system. Um, but you can, you know, you, there, you get, you get abilities that you can reroll certain dice or like add numbers of dice and that sort of stuff. Right. But that, but that's the, the whole game is you go from parts of this spacious, the space system and your, or a spaceship and you're just clicking, you're just clicking around. Mm -hmm. There's no movement or anything. You're just clicking around. You're talking to, you know, you, and you can only do so many actions per day. It's that kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's the story of you, you wake up on a, on a, on a, on a space station and you're what's called a sleeper and you're like a, a basically it's, you're a former human being who has been turned into an automaton. Right. And you, okay. and you, and you're in great, you're in great amounts of debt because it's the future. <laughs> and if you're in, in capitalism, if you're not rich, you're fucked. Um, and it is, it's yeah. the story we'll of you meeting a bunch of people. One of my other top threes. Great. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, Citizen Sleeper is fucking awesome. It's, it is a great game. Um, Tim, you in particular would love it. It is a, it, it, it is an awesome, awesome, awesome pr- approximation of, uh, of that sort of like D six tabletop system that I, I, the more that I think about like the types of tabletops playing that I want to do in my life, it's, it's that sort of D six system, mm-hmm. um, that is very creative and it, it does a really good job of being, of, of. Yeah, like like approximating what that what that style of game is like to play because it is, it feels very creative and it feels like you're doing a lot of different things all at the same time, and telling a really well done story. It's not. I don't think it's quite as good as Norco, but that just could be that could be an aesthetic thing for me. Yeah, um, I just like the setting of Norco a whole lot, and I think that the story is really well told. But Citizen uh, yeah. Sleeper is also fabulous. And I mean, one of the things with Norco um, is the writing is like actually good right it's actually good it's not like video game good um look not to disparage any video game writers i hope none of you are listening to the podcast but uh it's actually good (laughs) right right. um and i think that kind of like is a it's a it's a weird experience to be playing a game where the writing is like legit actually good yeah it's very well done the dialogue is spectacular it's 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 just a really well done video game yeah um, Tim, do you want to call it anything else before we go under our top three? I've got a couple more, can but I, I can. Well, 
I was say, I want to predict your other. Well, top three. we'll we'll wait until we get to okay, that. Okay. Have you played anything else um, this year that you that you want to call out? Uh, you know, uh, what else did I play? We played we played uh, a little we bit of v Rising. v Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to right. v Rising. V- uh, it's 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 click it's us. a survival game. Um, yeah, it's the I think it's my favorite one of those that I have played. Um, I would say it's probably second. To, this isn't exactly survival, but Astroneer. Um, oh, Astroneer's great. Yeah, we had a good time with Astroneer. Yeah, that that game has a lot of really just like good, weird, fun stuff. Um, right. We got into some shenanigans playing that game. Yeah. Where V Rising, I think, is a little bit more, um, you know, straightforward ARPG. Uh, but it was good. It was cool. Um, all right, game probably some good stuff if you ever figure out how to uh connect four walls to make a room <laughs> right, right 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 may have been the ending point of our session is when i connected four walls and couldn't make a room yeah and then we got uh, mad at it and yelled for a while uh but no um i mean i played a bunch of other things a little bit uh i played a little bit of inscription uh game's great a little bit of i don't know a bunch of other shit uh but I'll, and oh wait, the Pokemons. We didn't actually talk about them. Yeah, talk uh, about the Pokemons. There were two. There were um, two this year. Did you play Arceus? I played about twelve hours of Arceus. Uh, Arceus was very cool. Um, I think. It's also, I think it's pronounced Arceus. Is it Arceus? It's Arceus. Yeah. Mm. Which seems wrong. It seems wrong. But it's Arceus. Um, Arceus. Uh, the. I think the core loop of Arceus was a little bit weaker to me um, in compared to uh, Scarlet and Violet. Sure. Um, so like one of the things that rubbed me the wrong way in um, when Pokemon Go came out, I'm going to give us a whole flashback to the heady days of 2016 um, is like, I, I, and this is probably to my detriment as a Pokemon player, but like, I like getting a, a guy and raising that guy from like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Level, whatever. And be to, you know, level 100 and like building a relationship with my Pokemon and being like, wow, my Pokemon really fucked me there or whatever. Um, yeah. You like getting mad at your Pokemon. Yeah. And I, I sort of like pretend that like I have a, a uh, real relationship with uh, with the Pokemon that I that I catch, um, and Pokemon Go Pokemon really rubbed are... me the wrong way because it was like, okay, you're gonna catch a ton of Pokemon and then like send them into the like dust grinder. <laughs> see, to level see up. here's here's the thing, uh-huh. Pokemon ain't nothing but numbers to me. Yeah, see, okay, maybe this is why this you is, bounce this, off of Pokemon. This is why I bounce um, off Pokemon, and Temtem works for me because there's an end goal for Temtem where it's like, yo, you you can go raid now. Uh, but yeah, so um. Arceus uh, had that where it's like, oh, collect like 40 Pidgeys. And it's like, okay, right. I get it that it's valuable to collect 40 Pidgeys, but also like, I can't remember which Pidgey is the one that I like. I'm pretty sure Pidgey's not in it, but you know, Weasel. Sure, uh, yeah, whatever the whatever the Pokemon um, is. Like, okay, now I have 14 Bidoofs, and I can't remember which Bidoof is the one that's sure. useful to well, me. Well, you, gotta, so you like, gotta nickname them. Yeah, I know, I know, and I nickname, but... um. I don't like scrolling through all the Bidoofs and feeling like I've just kind of like 
collected a horde of like you know it feels like this like gathering faceless creatures rather than like adopting a creature which is like sort of how i mentally approach catching a pokemon i'm like i have adopted you like i don't really like release pokemon um that feels wrong to me so uh that experience sort of turned me off it even though like it did a lot of really cool stuff um and weirdly (laughs) some of that cool stuff like wasn't carried over into scarlet Uh, yeah it's because it's different different, they're different they're different teams but uh they're different teams that were kind of asked to do the same thing which seems like a fucking weird thing to do to your team like as a company head um right but anyway um so scarlet i am not finished playing because i do not have that much time to play games these days but um it's really fucking good uh it takes the traditional pokemon experience and i think you would appreciate this um so the opening of the game is like oh you've moved to this new uh region and you're a kid about to start his first day of like pokemon trainer school and it's okay. all about like, oh, you go, you're going to Pokemon Trainer School. Wait, is it Persona? Yeah, just wait, just wait. Uh, so you're about to go to Pokemon Trainer School, and I was like, oh fuck yeah! Like, I mean, in my mind, it was Fire Emblem, but uh, so you go to Pokemon Trainer School, and you get introduced to your, all your classmates, and you like go to a day of like traveling the academy of Pokemon Trainer School. And then the next day you wake up and the headmaster is like, oh, it's time for your independent study. Go off and travel the world. And it just like drops the school plot line, like basically immediately. (laughs) And Like, I think there's some school stuff that you could go back to. Like, I get alerts every now and then that are like, you can take a class on Pokemon biology. Um but I don't actually know how to do that. And the game doesn't explain to you like how to go take classes. Great. Um, great. So it's literally just like everyone's on quote unquote independent study. Um, Love it. And you're just, I was really hoping you, I was kind of hoping it was going to be a persona. I was, I was disappointed by it, but I really respected the fake out. Like when it happened, you know what I mean? Mm. I was like, Oh, I was kind of interested in seeing like them do a new format for a mainline Pokemon game. Um, but the fact that they did it like that, like, I was like, I got to respect it. Like, yeah, you had yeah. me. Um, but I mean, it is still pretty interesting because it is an open world game. Um, and they kind of split out, you know, there's normally like the like a plot beating all the gyms. There's like the B plot team rocket stuff. And then there's right. like a C plot that is unique to each game. Um, right. And they kind of split that out into like three different tracks and you can basically do them like like you walk out of school and there's like one friend that you met that's like, hey, I want you to like like I'm a Pokemon champion. You should be too. come beat all the gyms and I'll help you out. And then there's like another guy that's like, I want to get all these herbs to make sandwiches. Um, Help me defeat the Pokemon guarding the herbs to make the sandwiches. And then Love there's like de- a third person. Pokemon to yeah. get sandwiches. Oh yeah, and then they're big Pokemon. Oh god, um, they're big Pokemon, but also like you pretty much one shot them because uh, <laughs> it's still Pokemon. Um, and then there's like a third plot line. It's like, oh, we got to defeat Team Star. Uh, so you still like 
you know, you're gated by level and their areas are leveled. So there's technically like a critical path that you have to go through, but it's not super obvious and you can kind of stretch it by like sort of in the Elden Ring style, like, mm. you know, go to the level 40 area, level up all your dudes. And then it's like, you go over to the other gym and it's like, oh, this is level 25 and you just like steamroll it. Um, totally. So it's interesting. It uh, <laughs> is buggy as hell, but yeah, uh, um, the, a lot the, of the, other the, stuff I, about it is really cool. I think the buggy as hell thing is the one that's like got me thinking maybe the next one. Yeah. I think the next one will be really good, but um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I think this one still is good. It's one of those ones where the bugginess almost adds to the charm. Sure. Um, yeah. But like, you, you know, I respect like 99% of my bugginess is like, uh low frame rate which sure pokemon sure. is not a game that requires high frame rate no um but okay and this is my fucking one of my complaints oh they fucking so they in arceus one of my favorite features quality of life pokemon features is that they added the uh uh resistance table to the game you could bring up the resistance table yeah that doesn't yeah not that, in, that's not good. in scarlet you fucking ass <laughs> i gotta go back to googling the fucking resistance table the one thing that temtem does okay the one thing that temtem does is if you have found the weakness of a tem mm-hmm. from that point forward it will tell you if you select i mean not only does it have the 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 the, the types in game mm-hmm. like a chart in game if you select a move, mm-hmm. it will tell you if your opposing Tem is weak to that move they, or strong against that move. That is in the new Pokemon. And this is that's been in the last couple. Oh, uh, it has been? That once you have fought a Pokemon once, then any future time it tells you if the move is strong or weak. Okay, um, that's good. But there's like, you know, whatever. I go against uh, like a Snow Runt, who's a nice Pokemon, which of course you know. Um and I haven't encountered yeah. this Pokemon in the game. And I'm like, what's good against ice other than fire or like, you know, whatever. The next gym is psychic. And I'm like, what's the psychic table? Like, that's the thing where I want to be able to like pull up the table and like re- refer to myself what the psychic table is. Right. Right. Okay. That's okay. good. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I think the next time, I think the next Pokemon is going to be the, 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 the one, one for, for you. Me. There is some online, like you can raid with your friends and fight big Pokemon. Um, I do like raiding. There's a, do you want to know the name of the sort of Scarlet and Violet specific battle feature? Yes. You know how they always have one of those like mega evolutions and stuff? Terra stylizing. No, it's not real. It's too much. It's too many letters. Um, It's too many letters. It's kind of interesting though. You like can buff a dude once and they like. Right get a a specific type and those moves are buffed but like you can catch pokemon with like different types so you could have like you know whatever like a water flying type who's like right type is like psychic or dragon or something like that and um that's kind of an interesting like it's an interesting thing one off but then they, they turn into crystal and they get like a gigantic like like nice. the, if their Terra type is electric, they get like a big light bulb on their head. <laughs> sure. Perfect. Uh, so it's pretty stupid. Yeah. Great. But anyway, Pokemon sounds cool. Yeah. It's, it's a good game. Uh, before, before we get to the top three, I just want to shout out a couple of games that I, that I played this year mm-hmm. um, that I liked a lot. Uh, Neon white. 
Mm. Yes. I think is one of the best playing play video games. Um, it's it's fabulous. It's, it, for those that don't know, it, it is like a puzzle first person shooter card game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just controls super well. It's it's all it's all speed based. It's all time trials. Um, one of the best. I love a good ghost in a racing game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got a great ghost in in in, in neon white. Great ghost. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. I played this year. Oh um, yeah, I heard. Uh mixed to positive things about that but uh how'd you i liked it i liked it a lot um i wish that the so it it, what it is is it is a combination like uh village sim slash roguelite super light emphasis on light um and i thought it was really solid i I think it just sort of it's one of those games that like the gameplay loop is is really solid but it doesn't change enough over time mm-hmm. um I, I it's a it's three hours too long you know it's one of those i'd be it right. i had a good time uh tunic was also a video game i played yes um i did not like it that is i don't like tunic yeah i think the combat right. is fucking dog shit mm-hmm. in that game i think the boss fights are unforgivable um and I thought I thought the, the you know the core mechanic the mystery mechanic the thing with the the you get the in game game manual and it's kind of fezzy um, in its puzzle mechanics, um, but I don't think it took that like it didn't force you to interact with that stuff enough and I just thought it was kind of eh. mm-hmm. not what I want in a not what I want in a Zelda clone yeah um, some games that did not come out this year that I played this year though I finally played Night in the Woods this year. Oh yes, how do you enjoy? Great, that? great Steam Deck game. Mm-hmm. I played it on airplanes a lot this year. Then <laughs> the Woods is fucking great. Turns out, yeah, really good video game. Turns out, uh, I played a bunch of Dead Cells this year. I played a bunch of Dead Cells back when it came out, but I played more Dead Cells this year. Again, great Steam Deck game. Did not click with Dead Cells. Loved Dead Cells. Dead Cells is a good time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we talked about it a lot on this podcast. But I played Persona Five Royal. Um, Persona 5 Royal is one of the best games I've ever played. Really? It just is. That's uh that's high praise. And it 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 just is. It is a fantastic game. It's a one of the it's one of the best straight up RPGs I've ever played. Um it's just a fucking great game. Like it just everything about it is so good. Um and the fact that it's you know it's a, it, I was worried that, you know, I'm I'm the kind of guy that stresses about like efficiency when you're playing a game mm-hmm. like i uh that's kind of what killed the dead rising series for me is like i i was so worried about not finishing in time uh-huh. yeah. those mechanics and somehow persona even though i knew i was not doing anything perfectly and i knew i wasn't gonna be able to perfect the game on my first run it, it it's compelling enough that it that didn't matter it's 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 just a fabulous game um, but yeah, those are, that's pretty much, I'm sure I played some other shit this year. I played a lot of games this year. I played a lot of, I played a, mod, a lot of Magic Arena this year. Yeah. I but I always play a lot of Magic Arena. Arena. I actually didn't play a lot of Magic Arena this year. I played a lot last year. Yeah. But that brings us to our final moments here. Um, there's one game that I have not mentioned because it is number two in my top three. Um, and I know what it is. Can I guess it? Yeah, go for it. It's Vampire Survivors. That is correct. Yes. Okay. It's not in my Vamp- top three, but it was on my list and I was holding it because I knew it was your number two. Vampire Survivors is if in a year that did not have Elden Ring in it, 
it would have been my game of the year. Uh, like, that's how much I fucking love that game. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know what Vampire Survivors is, it is a reverse bullet hell game. So basically what happens in, in the game is you don't control, you, you only move your character around. And you pick up power-ups and the game automatically shoots stuff for you. And yeah. you get you level up, you evolve your weapons, you do all this kind of crazy shit, and and you're just trying to level up and get through. There's a bunch of different characters that have all different have different abilities. There's a bunch of different weapons and power-ups and all this crazy shit. It costs five dollars. The only two video games that I have put more hours into into that into this year than than Vampire Survivors are Elden Ring and uh and persona five it is my number three most played game of the year <laughs> um yeah i put Single a lot of time in vampire survivors while i was in the hospital um that would make sense it was a good uh waiting around for baby born game <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, i would imagine so so um completely mindless yes um but it's fabulous i don't know it's, it's just a really great game um yeah, really good. Really simple premise. Um, I appreciated the uh, willingness to, like, uh, not have restraint and, like, put that many dudes on screen. Like, yeah, eventually your whole screen fills with dudes and your game chugs to a halt. Um, and usually people would be like, somebody on your development team would be like, this is a bad idea. But it wasn't actually a bad idea, and that's a great example of when you should tell that person to go to hell. Right. Right. Um, Good game. It also has, even though it's a pixelated game, everything in that game looks like it's directly out of Castlevania. Like early Castlevania, not like like pre-Symphony and Night Castlevania. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what all the sprites look like. That game would slow down my PC with a 3080 in it. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Like that's how many little pixelated dudes are running around on the screen. Great, perfect. It's exactly what it would. It would cause my Steam Deck to chug. Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. So yeah, my top three, I think, are Elden Ring at number one, Vampire Survivors. Ugh, I'm gonna go Norco for number three. I think that game just really hit me in a way that like it made me want to play more reading games this year, which is not very often. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but for me, I think the games that I want to get back to, the games that I want to, um, I think would be close to my top list if I had more time, to, if I had gotten to play them this year. Uh, Pentiment, I want to get to. Yeah, same. Um, that seems very up my alley. Seems very cool. I played about an hour of it and then just like went back to Persona because I was going to finish Persona before I got into it because I knew that I read that I read that Pentiment's like it's like twenty hours long or something. So I was like, I can't play that in the middle of Persona. I just got to finish Persona. Um, yeah, seems great. That's my my post Pokemon game really excited to play that uh the other one uh i i you'll notice that god of war is on either of our lists didn't play um, it haven't played either didn't of play it. god of wars uh to my chagrin i uh, god of war i, I played the, the 2018 god of war um i don't have a ps5 same so uh <laughs> sorry about it um i will get to that game eventually though i would i would love to i really liked i really like god of war 2018 um I don't think it would have been top three on my list this year or anything, but like I, I, I really enjoyed that first one and would like to get back to it. Um, but yeah. So, so what are your top three? My top three. Tiny Kim's number one. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Respect. Number two. We didn't actually talk about either of my other three. Perhaps oh, hell I yeah. should have revealed them earlier, but 
Uh, number two, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Oh, um, dude, yeah, that's I another game I want to get back to. Talked about this somewhere on a podcast at some point. That but, sounds right. Uh, we probably talked about video games. Yeah, um, super fucking good. Uh, a game about um, being deeply in debt uh, to space capitalists um, and trying to unionize your workplace. Uh, but meanwhile, it just had this kind of like. Um, so the core loop of the game is you are a person who breaks down spaceships and sorts their parts. Um, so you have kind of like, it's like glass and metal and like electronics. And so you have to like go out into your ship and it's all sort of like jetpack in space controls, um, break down the ship, sort all of the parts into the correct areas and get money. And then that all goes to finance your extravagant debt. Um, nice. And uh, it sort of had that thing where like, it's like an almost Zen, like, you know, each ship's a puzzle. Sure. Ship yeah, will yeah. be Pressurized or part like electricity will be on or something. And you can like trigger something and blow up the whole ship and kill yourself or whatever. Um, I'd love to blow the whole, uh, blow up a whole ship yeah. and kill myself. <laughs> um, and so there's kind of the, like, the first part of each ship, which is, like, how am I going to not die while I get into this? Um, and then once you've gotten into the ship, you kind of hit this, like, zen state of, like, just cutting metal and throwing metal into the furnace. Nice. You know? Nice. And, like, yeah, you kind of yeah, yeah. just, like, get into it in a way that like I haven't felt with a game in a really long time. Um, and it's got that, you know, uh, like really kind of clunky space controls, uh, where you're frequently it's, getting turned upside down or floating off. But like, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what, what stopped me from playing it in the first place. It's like, it made me like, be like, oh, I'll come back. But it's but like, yeah. you don't, it's not like you're trying to like do a first person shooter. Well, flying the space controls like it kind of is just like you just can't get that good at it and i'm sure people do get really good at it right like, right everything's like a little bit you know you're just managing your best and that's like almost always good enough like you can get through things it's not like it's not like fine movement control is actually all that important and so it kind of just creates this experience of like I don't really need to be super good at it. And sometimes I'm going to bounce off this wall and float somewhere like sure, whatever. Um, totally. Great game. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a good feeling. Uh, and then my number three was signalless. Uh, yes, I'm about halfway through it. I thought it was extremely good. Um, uh, an old school survival horror, like old school. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is old uh, school as fuck. It, it, down, it is. Uh, yeah room based uh you have nine bullets in your gun and you're not going to get bullets for another like hour so so you run around everybody don't waste your bullets because the enemies get back up um i don't want to say too much about the story uh because it's pretty weird but um you're an android you wake up on a crashed spaceship and your co-pilot's gone um and you are trying to find out what happened to them, and then things descend into chaos from there. Like, like much like Callisto Protocol, some bad shit happened on a spaceship. <laughs> some bad shit happened on a spaceship is a tried and true gameplay uh, love game plot. 
love some i mean it's fun it's really funny that signals came out this year then closer protocol and then that dead space remake is coming out like next month yeah and so it's like a lot of a lot of bad bad shit on spaceships you know what spaceships were in vogue the last couple of years we need to remind people that bad shit happens on spaceships too correct um yeah i don't want to say too much about it but uh definitely like it's not a scary game if you're a survival horror uh yeah it's more just sort of unnerving it's unnerving yeah um there's no jump scares there's nothing like that it's sort of just like you know whatever the people are a little bit faster than you and you might have to run out of the room quickly but there's plenty of exits um but they turn slowly but they run fast yes um and yeah like a lot of puzzles and sort of usual survival horror gameplay it doesn't doesn't find key use keys yeah in terms of gameplay um but it's just like the way that it presents its story is really interesting the way that like where the plot goes is very interesting it does a lot of like different perspectives different um you know i don't know it's trippy uh it's very trippy. i don't want to say again i don't want to spoil stuff for you so yeah um, i'm about like i said i think i'm i think i'm like halfway through it i don't know yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere um, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the zone with the eight floors. Mm, like there's a ladder yeah. on the left. Yeah. You know, yeah. that feels like it's about halfway through. Um, yeah, it's about halfway through. Um, depending on you're in there, that, that zone takes a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm most of the way through that zone. I think, I think I'm like, I've got like one key left to, f- to left to find or something. Um, I think you're more yeah. than halfway through. Yeah. Okay. I'll get there. I'll get there uh cool yeah so that those are some games that we played this year um we talked for a while about video yeah, games so look at that we had a full ass podcast on video games I, I was a little bit worried that um that we were gonna you know, kind of run out of stuff to talk about then i then we started building our lists and i was like oh wow i played a fuck <laughs> lot of video games this year um there's probably some stuff that i even forgot about if i'm being oh, real i didn't um, i mean i didn't like I didn't mention the three hours I put into Immortals Phoenix Rising, one of the <laughs> worst games I've ever played. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, that, that, that is what it is. <laughs> um, I, so I, I did ask uh, our Twitter, uh, it, you know, what some what people some of people's favorite games were this mm-hmm. year. Um, and uh, well, no, I played some Total War Warhammer 3, which is a video game that I really wish I could wrap my head around. Um, yeah, I've purchased like a lot of Total War games. Yeah, in my over time, day, and I don't think I've ever actually <laughs> launched one. Like, I'm always like, "This is the Total War I'm going to get into," right? And then the time never comes. Uh, Tim, we need to play. Um, we need to get into uh, the Warhammer 40k shooter, Dire, uh, dire Tide. We need to play some. Dire oh Tide. yeah, um, I'd be into that. We played uh, uh, the- like two hours of vermintide yeah but i think dire tide's probably more our speed yeah if i had to guess just more like i'm more into like the 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 high fantasy sci-fi than i am of the regular old high fantasy thing Mm -hmm. um but anyway we will play that eventually i want to play immortality i want to play plate sale requiem there's some games out there that i want to play i want to pick up um uh but yeah those 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 games seem super great um i want to play metal hellslinger um, these are all game pass games. So well, I'll, I'm sure I'll get to them eventually. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but so, uh, we did, I did ask our Twitter. Um, you guys, a lot of Pokemon, <laughs> you know, um, we've cultivated an audience. Yeah. 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 But I do want to, I do want to shout out, uh, Sean or seen the main 
on 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 Twitter who said Left 4 Dead 2. That's my fucking Hell guy right yeah. there. Uh, that's my fucking guy. Left 4 Dead 2, the best game of the 360 generation, bar fucking oh, none. Oh, absolutely. Not bar fucking none. Um, one of the best shooters ever made. Oh, yeah, easily. It's the best cooperative co- co-op shooter ever made by, by, by a margin. Yeah. It's not close. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's shout out, shout out to Sean, uh, for that, for that call out. But yeah, exquisite, uh, we t- exquisite. The fact that you're, you're playing left for dead two in 2023 or 2022, whatever fucking year it is. God bless. God bless. Um, I'll tell that, tell the story about the first time I played left for dead some other time, but it was, it was in 2008 mm-hmm. at it. Well, I was at a magazine. It's all thing. Um, but for now we'll close it out with that. Let us know what your favorite games are. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, I'm sure there's something that I missed this year. I want to play grounded. That game seems cool. Yeah, we should play grounded. Um, maybe that'll be the survivor game we get into. Perhaps. Who knows? It, it's got, um, like the thing I didn't mention this about tiny again. I know we're in the outro. Sorry, but yeah, tiny can like being a small guy in a big, a normal world. That's big good stuff. Good stuff. Like, an absolute like serotonin like just like hose for me you know Good like stuff. fucking like the army men games yeah hell yeah dude yeah like anyway grounded um seems like that and uh i very much want to play it yeah we'll make totally. it a thing we'll make it a thing and yeah we'll we'll, we'll get back to everybody on dark or on dark tide dire tides the, the 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 dota thing dire tide is a I'm not going to ask. I don't care. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, We will see you. We may have another episode this year, but uh, no promises. (laughs) We're still figuring that out. It's, you know, Um, holidays. It's Christmas time. So uh, if we don't, we will see you next time. Maybe maybe we'll do an AMA or something um, before we go out. Uh, But uh, yeah, we'll talk to everyone later. See you. If not one more week, uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah. Have good holidays, everyone. Indeed.